Do I have to edit out you chewing? No. All right. I just want to chew. I'll let it stay in my mouth till it softens. That's disgusting. In Educated is a comedy podcast. Each episode, we'll interview guests we deem extraordinary and ask them some ordinary questions. We drink, we laugh, we learn. So drop that pen, pick up a drink, and get an educated. Hi, and welcome to An Educated. I'm your idiot host, Erica. <laughs> and... I'm Jared, the other host, the other one. Never stops eating when we're recording. It's not my fault. You record at dinner time. Do I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I've already had dinner, like most of the world. Yeah, it must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice to get fast food every time you come over. It's not fast. I waited a pretty good amount of time for this. Oh, did you wait 30 to 40 minutes for it to cook? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's not. Really I'm not even eating. There's no food in front of me. So you may have noticed that uh, our last episode went up a week late. That was because I was busy with the half marathon. Biggest mistake of my life. Oh, okay. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Probably the hardest thing I've ever done, but also one of the dumbest because I was not ready for it. Oh, why not? Just physically, I wasn't ready. Like, as soon as I was done, I collapsed onto the tent, and I was done. So would you say that it's true that running is like 10% physical and 90% mental? No. (laughs) (laughs) I literally left my body. There was nothing mental about it, except, like, being mental. You know, I would imagine that a porn shoot is the same way. Would you imagine, or would you have experience with that? As an avid viewer of porn, okay, never mind. No, I don't. I don't so, Jared, <laughs> why don't you introduce our guest today? Okay, so we have two very special guests. Not that our other guests aren't special, but these are two special people. Uh, we have Callie and Drew. I watched Drew murder at one point in time in his life, and I watched Callie have a mental breakdown at one point in time in her life. Ah, just kidding. It was a part of a film that we shot. Ah, yeah, I know. It's a very twisty thing that we did there. A very good inter- uh, intro. Intro. But um, I've known them for... I've known Callie for, for a couple of years, and then uh, I met Drew about a year and a half ago, give or take, something like that. Okay. About a year and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, they're two of the coolest cats that I think I've ever talked to in my life. They're pretty cool. That was cool. Oh, stop. I'm going to cry. She might. Oh, it's, she might cry. Welcome to the show. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> so, what makes you extraordinary? Okay, we can do this about each other. Since okay. we're, we're, we're married. We're married. We'll just throw that out there. So, Callie um, is a very talented, beyond her years, um, production designer, slash costume designer, slash any kind of design stuff. Our wedding was completely done by her. She did all the arrangement of the flowers, all the arrangement of the place, everything, every detail where I didn't even have to think about it. She constantly does stuff for Life Church and various people and was actually contacted by a vigilante. Okay, so I have this website, right? <laughs> 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 it's, my, it's my like um portfolio and 
how you can contact me if you want like design work in any way and it kinda has a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. So yesterday Kellyfainnichols.com. Okay. So yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yesterday I got on my email and there's an email from this person and they were like, Hey, was wanting to know how much you're I am doing this thing and I need a costume and I want you to design it and make it. It's really important. And then I was like, oh, cool, like, random. But I was like, I have no idea who this person is. So I Googled their email, found their Pinterest. And it was Mary Fallon. No, found oh. their name. <laughs> and then I Googled, I couldn't find them on Facebook, so I Googled them, and they were like, oh, uh, they got arrested last year for a stalking because they basically wanted to be Batman. They're, they're like, they were stalking a guy who would do like a YouTube channel where he would set up to catch like a, to catch a predator basically and he was mm-hmm. trying to recruit that guy to his team and he was charged with stalking <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so this guy contacted me to make his and his I don't remember what it was, it was like Nighthawk or something. Night Era. I don't know. It was Night Era. Um but he was like, Yeah, I need uh, I need a costume. I was like So Night uh, Era was a real thing. <laughs> so I'm a fate has happy that come happened. to your front door and yeah. did you answer? <laughs> I haven't answered yet. I'm still kind of processing as, like, what, what do I even say? This could be the greatest thing, because it's either going to uh, turn into, like, the first, you know, actual hero, or it's going to go down in flames, right. but you get to know that they went down in your yeah. design. Well, that's what I'm saying. If she, he gets arrested, her costume's going to be on the news. So like, here's, here's how you do, you've got to answer this. you got to answer him in, like, in, like, a good way. you got to be like, you got to be like, meet at this point at, like, so-and-so time. Here's a drop phone. And you gotta drop like one of those Go phones, and then you're like, "There's one number program. Call it." It's gotta be like, you just say it under a random whatever number, and pick it up, and you be like, "I'll move." <laughs> and then you just like, you just gotta do that, and it's a scavenger hunt. And then it turns out he's gonna win like, you know, fifty dollars in a bicycle. And then, yeah. yeah. Wait, we have to give him fifty dollars in a bicycle. <laughs> Look, I didn't say it was perfect. It's a rough draft. <laughs> it's a rough draft at best, oh, but I mean, man. come on, it's a start. <laughs> it's a start. Yeah, that's our. That was mine yesterday. I was like. What? That was cool. Slash, it was just so funny. I didn't even know how to function. Well, it's too bad it was an email and not in person. I know. Because if you had said yes or no, you know John Quinones would have came out. (laughs) So (laughs) let's talk about this. (laughs) I was just like, man. And then I started Googling my like like costume designer superhero OKC. (laughs) Like trying to see like how you would come up to my website. I didn't get my website didn't come up at all. So maybe he watched. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. Anyways, moving on to <laughs> Drew here. What makes you take your time? <laughs> take my time. No pressure, but we did have a hot dog impersonator one episode. So hot dog impersonator? Yeah. I'm not that. Drew, I will start there. Drew is not a hot dog impersonator. He, um... The opposite of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> the the opposite. Um, he is really good with electronics. So I think that kind of, and like the math and science and all the things that I don't understand kind of behind film itself. So he sort of has this, he loves watching videos about how a camera works and all the little intricacies that, to me, I'm like, cool, I hit the button. But he knows everything so in depth that it kind of adds a whole new level to anything we make or do. Well, it's nice having you guys on the show. Oh, thanks. Okay. Nice to meet you. So, Jared, have you been up to anything since the last episode came out? No, not up. No. Oh, yeah, I actually I have. I've been up to stuff. I recently decided that I like shoes. 
Not that I didn't wear shoes beforehand. I did. <laughs> With discretion. I recently decided that I like cool shoes. So now I've got... All his about, shoes light up. If you want to let me finish, all my shoes light up. <sighs> Thanks, whatever. It's going to be goes on like that was my surprise. Surprise! But um, I've recently gotten into that, and I feel a little ashamed about it, because now all I do is spend my time looking at shoes. Nothing wrong with shoes. Okay, that's so okay. So let's uh, reel it back in. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. I'm just saying Thanos. You're from Let's reel it back in. I don't want to take away the possibility. <laughs> So, because we're talking about movies today, I thought I'd give us, like, a quick rundown about the history of film. <laughs> so, in 1886, Louis-Ami Augustin Le Prince is granted an American dual patent on a 16-lens device that's combined a motion picture camera with a projector. Where are you? Where that The internet. Some of us put work into the show, Jared. In 1888... Which I had feelings, so that could have hurt me. But I don't. <laughs> I wish you had feelings so I wasn't worried you'd murder me. <laughs> the Round Hay... <laughs> uh. Round Hay Garden Scene is credited to being the first film. It's also the oldest surviving film. That's 1888. The next year, Eastman Kodak is the first to begin commercial production on celluloid. Um, Edison files a patent for the motion picture camera in 1891. 1912, Paramount and Universal Pictures are founded. Uh, Warner Brothers and Disney are founded, as well as the 16mm film in 1923. 1924, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and Columbia Pictures are founded. 20th Century Fox was in 1935. 1952 was the year that the first 3D films are released. 1975, Betamax becomes available, so do video cassette recorders. 1976, VHS comes out, 78, the V2000, and the 80s become known as the first format war. 1995, DVDs are released, and in... 95? Yep. 2002, <laughs> Blu-rays are officially released. So, that's a quick little overview. So, now that we got a little history on films, got that out the way, can you guys remember what the first movie you've ever seen was? Yeah, it was the Rugrats movie. Yeah, really? Because we're in, in theaters. No, no, no. That was like, um, was it late? That was pretty late because my first movie was. No, Lion King. Mine that was, was also Lion, the Lion King. King. Yeah. And I was, my mom, this is my mom's favorite story. I was sitting on her lap, and when the movie first opens, you know, the guy's like, ah, Savannah. Apparently, I go, what's that guy screaming about? <laughs> but like I said, it very loudly. Because, yeah, we were, what, three? Yeah, I was probably three. Rugrats was the first one. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not how they show up. No. <laughs> it's movie magic. <laughs> no, the uh, the thing with the MGM logo is that um, the trainer of the lion mm -hmm. was killed right after they filmed the lion roar. Ro ro how? How did he uh, The lion attacked him <laughs> and killed him. <laughs> well, he didn't pull out a knife, Jared. How? You think he would have just carved up said lion? No, no, no. no. The lion, the lion oh, didn't die. <laughs> what? The lion didn't die. I thought she meant the trainer didn't defend himself because he didn't pull out a knife, and I was like, mm, okay, yeah, that's cool. That one yelling had like a whip or something, yeah, like, and so he died. And the lion, lion ate him, or scratched him up, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that on someone's tombstone? Oh, how'd Gary die? I scratched up by a lion real good. <laughs> yeah, good. He just never came back for me, you know? Then he got, got the pneumonia. He's gone. <laughs> Jared, do you remember the first movie you saw? No. 
No, I don't. But I can get. I can make a solid. <laughs> What's the first movie you remember seeing? Uh, first movie I remember seeing was. God, I, I want to. I really. The first remember, movie I remember seeing was Jurassic Park. Jurassic. Because I was like what ninety four. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it fucked me up. I got chased by a Tyrannosaurus Rex for probably like four out of the five nights that week. Like in my dreams. Ne- never won. Never won one dream. Oops. Always got me. Scratched up real good. Yeah, scratched up <laughs> scratch real good. I just never came back, caught the pneumonia afterwards. It's crazy. <laughs> it got me. I think, but it was, I think it was that. And then definitely Willy Wonka was like one of the, one of the very first, um, very first ones, very first movies that I, I, I saw. And then I remember uh, definitely like all the Disney movies Lion King and stuff, I'm sure. But the, the one, vivid one is Jurassic Park. The original? Yes. G-Wild. Yes. G-Wild. What if I had seen the not original one? The one with Johnny Depp? It would explain a lot more. It would. It, it definitely would explain a lot more. First movie I remember seeing was Titanic, just because I came out and I was crying and my brother kept teasing me about it. That's all I remember. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your birth. Was that not saying? Okay, not crying. And my brother's gonna tease a baby. I'm good. No, my brother sounds bad. Yeah, my brother's kind of a dick. He'd yeah. do that. When was when was Titanic? Uh, ninety eight or ninety seven. What? You're twenty three. I'm 25. But you look 23. I look 16. <laughs> There's a there. Yeah, you can get free popcorn at the movies if you're a teenager. What? Can you really? So you just there's like a, the there's I some should. website that yeah, you can. We're going to PG-13 movies. <laughs> We're on the flap. <laughs> and then they catch you and they see your ID and you're like. You're 26. No, like, shut the fuck up. It's free popcorn. <laughs> They'll understand. Maybe. Will they? they Wait, will much. they really care? They're still getting paid for it from someone. That's where movies make all their money. It's in the concessions. Yeah. They'll be pretty mad about that. That's true. I think it's So what genre would you guys say is your favorite? And why? You want me to answer that first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I really like... That's a hard question. I'm bad at genres. Yeah, I'm real bad at genres. I can tell you which one I hate the most. Yeah, okay. do that. Horror. <laughs> you hate horror movies? I hate horror. Gore is my least favorite genre, and a lot of people don't... Horror, when done right, can be a really great movie. Um, the Shining, um, other, anything other else by Stanley Kubrick... Um, a Quiet Place was great. Yeah. I just watched that recently. It was really good. I like um, that. Have you seen it? No. When time and effort is put into horror, it can be good. But a lot of people don't put time and effort into horror, and so it's just about blood and guts, and it's not interesting. That's so, why I like uh, movies by James Wan. Yeah. Because uh, he uses a lot of his scares through his music. Mm-hmm. So like he really sets up the scene, builds it up, and then it's not like hor- like gory kind mm-hmm. of horror. It's more of jump scares and... Gorer. Yeah, that's, Gorer. that's the worst. Gorer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the the video we shot with Jared about the murder that he was mentioning earlier. It was um, Horror. No, it was... <laughs> so it was very much... We had just... I watched The Shining for the first time in my entire life. And 
welcome. Yeah, thanks. And we got for it. <laughs> and that was like, that is the pinnacle of scary movies for me. Because there's no jump scares. There's no... You're just... It's just terrifying. It just scares the crap out of you. You're just taken like, back. You're yeah. just taken back to like a terrible mental state. Well, yeah, what about just, um, when so the lady much. turns into an old lady? That yeah. was a jump scare. There's a few like There's little a few, ones. But I would say it's more um, suspenseful. Yeah, because they really build really... up like going around that corner to like in the mirror. Or whatever. I can I can <laughs> see that. I can I can. And see you're that. always and just the the build up is what makes that. A better, I mean, when people put nowadays when they put the, like the sound of like something hitting the table or like the person just appears from behind yeah, them like or whatever, story. yeah, yeah, it kind of bothers me. But I would say like my favorite genre would probably be like drama when it's done in like a not like in like an intelligent thing. In, like I like comedy dramas. I like stuff that makes you think. I like movies that um. I love you, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of anything on top. I like things that are funny, but they're not supposed to be funny. That like, it's kind of, like, ironic. Like, it's yeah. so... Dark, dark humor is good. Dark humor. Roseanne. Yeah, yeah Roseanne. You <laughs> Roseanne. got it, Derek. Have you yeah. watched TV ever? Like, what was that? <laughs> the uh, Conan brothers do that a lot. Uh, like, Inside Little um, Davis um, is kind of like a... Dramatic comedy in a way. So There's you, some funny moments in it, but it's about the. So kind of like, kind of like um, Clerks. That's that's the whole reason Clerks was even shot was to be ironic, and. I think they did something with that movie that, um, that a lot of people, people didn't think was capable. So that was shot back in the early '90s on um, film when like it was all just big money because everything shot on film is so expensive. Yeah. Um, so you had a guy who just wanted to make something about real people and real things that were happening um and it was funny but it was about these people's lives and it kind of connected with audiences while being entertaining being funny and kind of hit them on different levels that uh, a lot of studios didn't realize you could do they thought it you know it used to be that's why you have so many like cross genres nowadays it's because it used to be this is this kind of movie and then you have this kind of movie it was all kind of straight paths and then you started seeing those cross genres where you had smaller companies, um, smaller filmmakers. That makes sense. Makes stuff, yeah. But you didn't see that in Japanese film. They've been doing that for forever since the beginning of yeah film. That makes sense. They're, yeah. They've what? always been a step ahead of us. Always. There's one I can't remember. I just I read a review on it recently, but it was um this filmmaker from the '50s, Japanese filmmaker. And he was really big on shapes in his movies. So everything, everything from the, where his characters were um, um, positioned and, you know, his framing, he used shapes to kind of describe the certain moments and kind of throughout his different uh, films. That's he, cool. Yeah, something cool. You never think about that stuff when you watch them. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how the direction of something, like when people were thinking about it, Later on and later on and later on, we keep discovering more and more things, and then it morphs into like another thing, which is which is crazy. Yeah. The only and the only thing that I can do that with is that I can make a taco turn into a burrito. That's pretty much about it. That's a valid. That's a, talent. That's a valid talent. example. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was my long answer. <laughs> you go ahead. What's your favorite genre? I really like period pieces. That are done, like, exquisitely. 
like so much detail, so much texture. Like, I don't like the movie Titanic for one reason, and it's because when they're eating dinner in the big, like Jack borrows the suit from what's her face because conveniently her son's the same size. They're eating at this fancy dinner on like the most expensive ship in the world, and there are no bread plates. In that movie, there are pieces of bread sitting on the tablecloth. Like, you're joking. Where are bread plates? I can't watch it. I get that. You know they had bread plates on a real Titanic. Like, but it's those little things that I think like add up mm -hmm. to create some like a whole world that kind of envelops you. So really, any movie, it doesn't have to necessarily be a period piece. I just find the clothing and the time period so fascinating. That, um, But really, anything that kind of envelops you where they really thought about the entire world the as a concept. The whole world. So, like, like, really immersive. Yeah. Like, a recent one, like, The Shape of Water, I think, did a good job. Um, the Shape of Water did a really good job, yeah. It's kind of creating a world, and then everything was a part of it, and no detail was left at the turn. Yeah. I'm a really big fan of Guillermo del Toro's work. Yeah, he's cool. I like Guillermo del Yeah. But, like, he, that's why he's awesome. Yeah. He, I think he, he just creates, he creates a reality. It's not, it's yeah. not even just, not, it doesn't even just stand in a world, it's a... It just pulls it you into real, yeah. yeah, it pulls you into his point of view, and it doesn't let you see anything else but his point of view. Yeah, you can't take a step out of it because like, you're you're too enthralled. Yeah, and engrossed in the movie to really do anything about it. And then an hour later, you gotta pee. <laughs> monsters are fighting, and then you're just really <laughs> bad. Well, there's a nap for that. There's a nap. App. Oh, I wish there was a nap for it. Uh, I forget what it's called. I'll have to look it up. But it's like it'll tell you if it's okay for you to leave. Like, if there's, like, something important happening at that time. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But how does it know? It's just kind of... Because people go and watch it. People can see. Like, they do releases before, like, a big release. How does it know for the first time? What if you're going in to see the first release? Well, you're then SL. you're SL. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're going into the first release of it. You don't eat or drink anything for a while? Yeah, you prepare. Like, 12 hours. It's like surgery. No, no, time. 10% physical, 90% mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> so next time I have to, like, really pee, I'm like, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I need to pee. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it really is as simple as that. I'm not going to risk that. I might risk that. Um, <laughs> I mean, in our job profession, I feel like you've had to risk that before. That's true. So, so we're all we're both mayor's aides, the aides to the mayor. It's the most <laughs> real job profession I can think of. <laughs> Who's the mayor, Jared? The guy that he works for. Yeah, what's the mayor's name? So while Jared uh, tries to think about that, I used to know. I've got a, I've got another question. Sure. So, uh, who in Hollywood do you find just overrated? Wow. Everybody. How long do we have? <laughs> who do you find the most overrated? Okay. Well, let's narrow it down to uh, no actors. Um. Well, I think there's Emily Clarkson. Oh yeah. Amelia Clark what's her name? Eyebrows. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Bless her. Bless her heart. She started off real strong. And then 
you before me happened, and like now I can't look at it again. I never see, seen, never saw. Never seen them. Really yeah, I wouldn't watch it if you wanted to save an hour of your time. Hour and a half of your time. That you want to save time. Yeah. Don't. I. I can. If you make the weirdest, like scrunch your face a lot and look sad. And then you have that was like the whole movie. her performance in that movie was really obnoxious and really didn't make any sense. Oh, did she take acting tips from Kristen Stewart? No, no. No, she was so she should have. She took acting. She took facial like stuff from like, like funny Jim Carrey. It was like doing the <laughs> like, like it was just wave too, with her eyebrows like yeah. the whole movie. There's one scene, the most oh. pivotal scene at the end with uh, the dude oh, in the wheelchair, no. and she is like crying. Like trying to cry in his face, and honestly, like I was looking at that, and I was like, if I had to sit across from her and like say my lines as this woman is she making this most awkward <laughs> facial moment, and like not crying, like I would have laughed at her if I would have been the other person. It was just sad. <laughs> that was just your motivation. Spoiler alert: that was his motivation to die. Yes, I think so. He's like, fuck, I'm dead. Yeah, she's horrible. You win. You win, I'll die. I'll just will to die. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. Thank you for giving me a reason to die. I think I watched the first ten minutes of that movie in the last five minutes. Because Callie watched the whole thing. Okay, so I went with my cousin to go see it. Yeah. And, like, people in the movie theater were, like, bawling their eyes out. And I was just, like, looking around, like, how, what is sad about, what? How could, I was just laughing. And then I came home and told Drew all about it, and when it finally came out, we just like fast forwarded through the whole thing just so you could like see the the wave was crazy, the eyebrow movement. <laughs> yeah. Um, any actor who thinks they're bigger than the picture themselves, so like anyone that's if you're casting a movie and the in the actor thinks that like they're the most important person on the they're overrated. Bar none. Doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter what level. They're, if they're valuing themselves over the story and their focus is not on the story and how their character fits in, they're overrated. They're not doing like, their job. Who do you feel like is the most underrated? What do you mean by that? like? I'm, I what don't do think mean? I don't think any good actor I've ever seen has been underrated. And like good actors usually find a way to get on the screen, or at least get with like this, like get with a director who actually understands. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of independent film because I think that's where your underrated film or actors are going to be. Yeah, because there's not a lot of people see it, so I just don't know. Yeah, I think the dog in Airbud was underrated. For sure. Yeah, you could definitely. Just, you know, it was like seven different huge. dogs, right? They were all good boys. Though. They're all like. Uh, <laughs> it took too long filming. They're all good boys. <laughs> They're all good. Do you know that uh, the dog that played Spuds McKenzie was actually a female? No, I'm just, I don't believe in life. Yeah, anymore. I don't, that's a lot, you're lying. <laughs> David Holtz, the mayor. <laughs> well, when we go back to work tomorrow, I'll let him know you know his name. You work with David Holt? Oh, oh yeah, we, no, yeah, we were, I'll let him know, yeah. We work with David Holt. I forgot. We were doing that. <laughs> Come on, keep up with the really jokes. <laughs> He does not know how to stick to the fiction. <laughs> I, I do. He just forgot. He just creates too many fictions. Too, so there's, there's too, too many, many fictions. There is a lot of storylines going on in his brain. So before you so rudely interrupted me, I was going to let you all know that Spuds McKenzie's real name is Honey Tree Evil Eye. Someone named their dog Honey Tree Evil Eye. Yep. <laughs> Pretty cool. 
Why would you not? Because that's the, I would think of like that as like a racing horse. Honey Tree Evil Eye. <laughs> I'd save that one, don't you? Like, yeah, save that one for the for a rainy day or for that big old. Maybe the racing horse died at birth, and they're like, "Well, gotta reuse that name." <laughs> now we gotta make a movie doll. Well, I mean, you don't go to Hollywood work. with just a name like Rex yeah. or Spot or Sandy. Yeah, I mean, you could want to. If I owned, now this is way off talk, but if I owned a racing horse, I would want to make it the most complicated name ever. Because imagine them like, like saying, trying to say that during a race. I want to call it Big Richard Johnson, so the horse can be called Big Dick Johnson. And then I want people to yell and cheer for Big Dick running around the track. <laughs> and then why I'm wouldn't not... you just name him Big Dick and then they'd have yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. Why would you go around it? <laughs> uh, gonna... Have you guys ever heard of something called tact? Yeah. Have you ever heard of something called tact? Are you um, using it correctly? Oh. <laughs> that was the first thing I googled before I googled the mayor's name. <laughs> I work for, because I'm his aide. Yeah, I know. I you work for the mayor's aide. Yeah, no, aid. Are you sure you don't work? I'm for not him? the mayor's aide. Aide. Assistant to the. Assistant. I'm the assistant to the aide of the mayor's yeah. aide. So aid. while Jared's being roasted. I'm going to slip on over to our uh, sponsors. So, have you guys ever wished that you were, your life was a movie? Or thought, you know, I'm so interesting. They could make a movie about my life, and it would definitely win an Oscar. I know Jared has. Mm-hmm. Just look at his face. Mm-hmm. That was a compliment, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. I meant look at the look on your face. It hurts. Um, well, there's a group that will make that dream a reality. Our show this week is sponsored by LifeRec. That's Life R-E-C. We'll do anything to shoot you. Our experienced staff of LifeRecers will film you 24-7 with your express permission, of course, as long as it takes to capture you. Beautifully edited and a custom composition to accompany your film, even the most boring of lives will thrill you. When we're through with your life, LifeRec, let us wreck you. That's amazing. So, say I want... To be wrecked, who do I call? Well, you can visit our Patreon page for further details. And by further details, I mean sponsor us. Probably yeah. okay. <laughs> won't. <laughs> I know you won't. <laughs> I know you won't, Jared. So, uh, let's uh, come back from our sponsors and let's uh, move into our favorite section of the show. Yes! Uh, it's rapid fire. Oh, so, now the rules fire. are simple. We're just going to give you two options, and you're going to pick the best answer, and don't let Jared distract you. I'm going to fuck you up. I'll get you, <laughs> I'll get you distracted. We'll probably edit that out. And then edit that out, saying that we're going to edit that out, because we edited it out. You done? Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, digital? Or, or film. Film! I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to record on digital or on film? I don't know. Digital's so cool nowadays. Yeah. I think film itself is really awesome. You could be like Tommy Wiseau you, and do both. Right, and you can yeah, always do both. Do both. The digital problem is film. people aren't putting the same effort they had in film as they are in digital now because so, it's all switching. So now I would probably say digital if it was like 10 years or 15 years back. I'd probably say film because there would be more options. But yeah, shooting film would be really cool if you had $100 million. You did. Oh, okay. So, documentaries? Or mockumentaries. Well, mockumentaries, mockumentaries for yeah. sure. <laughs> Someone say jinx. <laughs> but continue to talk. It's the code thing. 
Independent? Or studio? Independent. Uh, wait, why? Why independent? You just get less control, so you get more original ideas. Well, and I think the studio like just takes control of the story, and it's more about like making more money. Yeah. Okay. And like the story doesn't make sense. It's about hitting marks, making sure that this happens at this stage, and then this happens at this stage, and then there's a character arc, and then you feel sad, and then you're happy at the end. Yeah. Whether but independent not all films. Yeah. Have the same I have it's boring. You watch the same movie all the time. I have one. Um, I have one rebuttal to that. Yeah. Disney's Cars. <laughs> what about Disney's Friends? What about, okay, Di what about Cars Two? Yeah. What about Cars Two? What, car what about all the original? What about the next? Like every Star Wars since the original. What about what about Cars Three? What about it Batman versus Superman? Uh, obviously they were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, there's not really any, I mean, there's not really, like, Batman's kind of jealous. Superman, Superman's. That's a good segue into our next one. Remakes. Or reboots. Oh I'd say God. remakes. I don't think Wait, I've, I've, I don't think I've, okay, okay, so reboot like, reboot is like when you like really start Like, and then the continuation of Roseanne. Right, when you restart Oh, the show, no, yeah, remakes. remakes. I'd rather do a remake than a re reboot. Those things need to I learn how to die. I don't think I've really seen a game. Shows need to learn how to die. It's <laughs> true. In and NBA. resolve it. Yeah. How great would the opposite have been if it would just ended when Michael Scott lived? Perfect. How good would have been... Uh, well, I guess you wouldn't have had that really nice scene whenever he came back, though. Yeah. Uh, true. The big part of the end was really yeah. nice. Really great. But I still think I would have loved it. But the office wasn't rebooted. So that's about a evil. No, no. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. No, but that was my thing what about, about, like, Scream? about dying. What? What about like Scream? They had the original franchise and then they brought it back as a show. That's a reboot. They did? Oh, yeah. So the thing about Scream, though, is that they, that they... I only know the people that got... Like, I've known people that got cast in Scream. And, like, they're the most typecast individuals that you've ever met. Like, they look like this hot cheerleader girl and that's why they have that job or whatever. So... Oh, uh, you should meet our so. sales department. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So, uh, would you rather have campy horror... Or campy drama. Campy drama, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said dra drama. Drama. Campy Short drama. Short drama, mean. Dram drama, mean. Campy, campy. HD? Or 3D? HD. What about 4D? 4 is stupid. 4K. 4Ds will work. I went to Disney World. And they shook your seat while you went on the roller coaster? Uh, Stitch also sneezed on us. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know, I was horrified personally. Have you seen the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one at Disney World? No, I haven't. Okay, well there's one part and like they release a bunch of rats. But they have all these tubes with like misty water underneath it. And so like they are all going underneath the chairs. And so now like I always sit crisscross. It was the most terrifying thing in the whole world. <laughs> But here, I have something for this too. Callie's ingenious plan. No one, it's her idea, don't steal it. I'm copywriting it with my words. TM, TM, TM. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. So Callie's ultimate idea, what she wants to do, which I don't think will happen, is she wants to create individualized, individualized, responsive films. So basically, you're in the film and your reactions cause a scene. So I kind of play in a game, like okay. a show, like where your actors have consequences, but putting that into a film environment. So like, so virtual reality or what's your so part of it. What if you get that one guy that's just not impressed with anything? Like comic book guy can He's stay home. There's always gonna be people that don't like things. But there's like something you everyone should try is is interactive live theater. So like what if, we what if it's a horror movie and then the lady's pregnant? 
I don't understand the context. I just throwing out scenes. We gotta have answers for this stuff. Do you remember the rules, guys? Don't let them distract you. Oh, yeah. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. That's a point what for Jared. Blu-ray. Deep. What is that? Deep. DVD. DVD. Uh, it's really, I, I, I don't really care. I think Blu-ray is technically better, so we'll just go like there. D- I think they're technically the same. No, Blu-ray is 4K. Oh, okay. What if yeah, you don't have a 4K, got, what if you don't have 4K TV? It doesn't, doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. Yeah. And you only see it in 1080. It converts, so it's, it's a scale-up thing, so it has more room, so you can put more information on it. He knows this because he takes TVs apart. Yeah, yeah. And he takes, he takes Blu-rays apart. They, yeah, it's <laughs> unrelated things. <laughs> you're, you're just like over there. We spend a lot of money on parks. <laughs> So drive-ins, theaters, probably theaters because you have better sound quality and. I do love a good drive-in movie though. Yeah, but we the only one we have is Guthrie, and it's so, not that great. You've never been to Windsor? Yeah, it's what? over on like kind of by Bethany. Yeah, no. it's on uh, no. South OKC. Cool? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's got a cowboy that like leads you into it, yeah. like a neon cowboy. It's true. Well, we have a good surround sound in your car, then yeah, I can do it. Okay. Foreign films or musicals? Musicals. What's your favorite? Although there's some great foreign music, foreign musicals, foreign <laughs> movies that just got came out. One of my one of my directors I'm following right now is like Michael. Script his last name. Cool. Michael. Yeah, the director of uh, Amour. It's on. You can watch it on Netflix. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Michael Henson or Michael Hennison or something like that. Mm-hmm. He is. The, he, the best. He's a French filmmaker. Super good. Watch every movie he ever makes. He put out one last year in TIFF or Toronto Film Festival. That was just See, so good. I wish I was like well learned and traveled enough to like know these things. Like, oh yeah, it's a new porn filmmaker. I'm just like, Bob's Burgers come out. Is there a new one yet? Because <laughs> there's not. I want to watch no TV. Why well, Hulu got commercials? I pay for it. Like that. You know what I mean? It's like all that stuff. Biopic or. Uh, Grindhouse. Biopic, probably. Yeah. I think you guys kind of answered that earlier when you said you didn't like gore. <laughs> yeah, 100%. What, what do you think about... What you, we're, we're not supposed to be distracted. Get away. <laughs> and that ends rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was laughing, because I knew. In that Shalamalum, you wouldn't have been able to... Predict that twist. M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, that's his name. That's the twist in his name. It isn't, it's not pronounced how it's spelled. True. His whole life's a twist. So, would you say that 2018 has seen any real contenders for the next Oscars? Oh, Amelia Clarkson, right? Yeah, yeah she's killing it. Yeah. What is her name? Is it Emily Clarkson? I think it's, it's Amelia. Clarkson. Amelia. Amelia, yeah. Um, Amelia. I don't know. After watching last year's, well, what was last year's Oscars? Yeah. Was that, the, was that the one that stood up for the Trump girl? No. I didn't think she was. Three billboards and shit watches and like that. I like last year. I'm not really sure. Stacey McGavage. About this. Yeah, that's my bitch. What's it called? Blade Runner was it even given. It was given cinematography. I don't know. Probably not. Not yet. Probably not yet. Yep, that one. Stacey's her nickname. Oh, yeah, I know that. Isla Dogs, maybe, but we haven't seen it. Yeah, Wes Anderson's always. Rachel McAdams. Oh, I definitely want to see that one. What about her? Yeah, what about I her? I like her. You like her? Why do you like her? What about her makes you like her? Well, she's got two eyes. Because if she's a bird, he's a bird. <laughs> she's got two eyes? She's in one of our favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Mean Girls. I get it. 
That was it. Good guess. Well, and then also, what's it? The, the notebook? No. That's no, not the one I'm talking about. I think she's really good at being good. No, I think she's really good at making everyone else look good. So, like, everyone else in the movie always seems better than her. And that doesn't mean that she's bad. She's just a good, really good listener supporter. and a good conveyor of there. Yeah. And she helps like move the story, but it's always about the other person. And I think that's cool about her. What do you think about Benedict Cumberbatch? Real great. Wish he would have done a Marvel movie, but yeah, real great. Have you ever watched Sherlock? Um, yeah. uh, I wish about, he knew how to pronounce Penguin. Yeah. I, I, I got told about that today, and I neglected it. You what? should look it up. I, I watch. I watch pen, people open pen, mystery boxes pen, on eBay. Penguin. 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 <laughs> like, but he says it like three different times on a documentary about penguins. Well, he says it like three times in a row, doesn't right. he? And gets yeah. it wrong each time. Each time. Snoop Dogg says fuck about nature, so. Who doesn't? Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Oh yeah. He also found a pine cone in Martha Stewart's driveway. Made a big post about it. Oh no. It's very into nature. Not Martha. <laughs> no, I think it's funny that those two are friends. Good for them. Good for Martha. Get some street cred. Yeah. Or did Snoop lose his street cred? No, I think uh, he didn't because she was in prison. I think Martha oh, murdered no. someone in prison. What I heard. She made a cake so delicious who they died. Me? Yeah, who told oh, you that? Oh my god. Well, there's so delicious. What? That's fat. It's what kind fat. of cake? I don't care at all cake. That's what she named it. And she had no remorse for the murder oh, either. <laughs> Some would say she cream cheese the guy. So oh, that sounds gross. That sounds that's sorry. Real gross. Sorry. <laughs> we'll bleep that. We probably so, should. Not. What movie do you think had the most effect on you? Like because you both are like into films and you're both in the industry. What I'm inspired guess. that? I'm gonna guess. Yeah, go for it. Quiet place. I think that I think that really had some. <laughs> well, this year, it was uh, this my guess, the pest. The pest. She John Leguizamo. I never seen her. <laughs> the new chips with John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah, The remake of Hairspray, with whoever is in it. The original Hairspray with John Wal- Waters. I didn't know John Waters was in movies. <laughs> to be honest with you, I always wonder where that man came from. He's such a. He's basically. Uh, that's, um, that podcast that we listened to that one time on the way back yeah, from Colorado, yeah. or no, on the way to You're Colorado, right uh, about that, he is yeah. that, that gay old man in Alabama. Yeah. That's John Waters. <laughs> the birdcage. Yeah. With the people that were in the birdcage. No. no. What did you say? I don't know, that, in, that impacted me the most? Yeah. Meaning, like, I just really liked it, or, like, it changed my life? Just whatever... Yeah, Whichever way you interpret it. I mean, like, probably my favorite movie, since we just talked about Rachel McAdams, is About Time. It is so good. Yeah. I can't even describe well, it. About, about Time. About Time. What's it about? About Time. So, it looks like it's going to be... <laughs> it looks like it's going to be this really, really cheesy, bad rom-com. Mm-hmm. But it is so much more. Yeah, it's so And, like, the main guy... I don't know, but it's about him. He's the ginger dude, the tall guy from Star Wars. Hmm. Well, yeah, Jar Jar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Robert no. something or something. Or maybe. Donahue or Donahue. I can't remember his name right now. But, but he's Irish and he's, he's oh handsome God. in a lanky, weird way. 
It doesn't matter. The movie is just everyone does such it's a good so job. It's so good, but it's more about like relationships, like between like your family and like really just living like your best. What about the kids are all right? That movie. You ever seen that? Pretty good. <laughs> I watch about time if you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's I, Domino Gleason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've cried every single time. Speaking of Gleason. I've seen it probably like six or seven times. I, I, I cry every, every time. time. It's so genuinely Fences, good. Fences fucked me up. Fences did? Mm hmm. I, it's a better play. You oh, should man. watch it. You should watch it live. It's, I've heard it was a really good play. It's but like terrifying to be there, and that's one of those where the emotion, like, because it almost so, comes out in the it's movie. It's so real, though. Like, yeah. all of that stuff is real. And it sucks because, like, you... I don't know. It's it's just... It's real. But just, like, imagine being in the room with those two people screaming at each other like that. Well, because... That, like, that is more... That is just so much more terrible. Like, or scary but, to But I think, I think what's terrible... I think it's terrible not seeing your... I think it's not, not to give away fences. I think it's terrible, like, not seeing what the fruits of your labor have become. I.e., your son, yeah. and then and then and then leaving it in such a bad clipping, or leaving leaving loose ends like that's terrible. Yeah, it's like getting a bag of candy and having a hole in it, and then not being able to plug the hole in your mouth to eat the candy. <laughs> you lose candy. It's terrible. Way <laughs> <laughs> to accurately describe fences. <laughs> you guys are all welcome. I can relate anything to anything you want. I don't need to watch the movie now. Yeah, you I've know. got the entire plot. Yeah, She's over here crying. She's like. <laughs> I think my the movie that was my like introduction to film was probably like I was watching movies growing up, but it was never like an idea for me to like do it and I'm pursuing it so heavily now, but um you know, I went to college for like engineering and all that stuff, so I wasn't even thinking about going for acting or going for uh, film or any of that stuff. And then I watched uh uh, a dark, the Dark Knight, yeah, with Christopher Nolan and Heath Ledger, and I was always a big fan of Heath Ledger. Um, Night's Tale, it's classic. Yeah, so good, it's so good. Because yeah, my sisters like loved him, and I, I remember watching that movie and just like being so blown away at like the storytelling aspect of it, performances by like obviously Heath Ledger, but like kind of seeing like how Christopher Nolan like did stuff and. How he he's able to tell a story like that and how closely they worked and I got so obsessed with them making it. So then I watched everything that Christopher Nolan made and I watched Memento and it blew my mind because that's one of the like best written stories ever. And then if you don't count any of the other stories he makes, and then I went back and watched every movie that Heath Ledger had been in, including all of his Australian films. And I watched Brokeback Mountain, and I was like, this is the greatest actor in the entire world. Why haven't we recognized him before? And all this other. And then I became obsessed with Heath Ledger, and then that just led me down a road of just constantly obsessing. I think there's films I think I've seen recently that kind of or impacted me, or were just impacting me like further, wanting to push more boundaries, wanting to do things. So, what, okay, what would be, what would be, so obviously, like, you want to challenge the status quo of. What would be the thing that you would do, like if you had a, a movie break, like something that you knew that people were going to see? I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily about challenging any status quo. I think it's just about a, a filmmaker. Should... What would be? What would be like? What? What would be something that you'd want to accomplish? Like not just like a like a personal goal. What's something that like drives you as far as like I really want to do this? I mean, it could be as simple as like you know plugging the the hole in the bag of candy. 
Or you could plug two holes in your battery cord. You want to go to like so? What like what what would be? I would just it, just you got it. I think just the 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 idea of making film as my job is enough like that would be just like for me to be able to have a li living doing the thing that I love the most in this world is just telling stories the way that I wanted to tell them that'd be it I mean I, did, I don't want to really challenge any quote I don't really if I end up doing that cool but I just want to tell honest and truthful stories and be present every time I do. And if I could do that, that's that's the best. That would be the best. Have you ever seen The Room? Yeah. So do you think that you would the have walked good. off the set? Or do you think you would have invested into that entire debacle? I think The Room was good because it was so bad. No, I probably would have walked off. But that's one of those things. I think that is... <laughs> I think that hits another part of the... There's a whole other, other spectrum. Yeah. I would have loved to be on it and get my hands on that hideous set. Like, it is so ugly. And I know that that's one of, like, the, like, things... That makes I would have left to the green screen roof alone. Yeah. That was fine. But, like, that house... <laughs> dear God. Yeah, but the only... The reason why that movie was good is... is okay, so filmmaking is... It's just about entertainment. It really is. It's. Just, I mean, there are so many degrees, and to say one movie's not as good as the other or whatever, it's all opinion-based. You know, it's about being entertaining in the way that you can do that. So, like, Marvel movies, I don't like them, but they're entertaining. You can't deny that you can watch them. The Room is entertaining. It is so bad, and if you would have changed, if you would have made... And the reason why it was so entertaining was because it was so bad. That's like watching... And TV. no one... Everyone acted like my least favorite... Hollywood, or like my least favorite actor, it was about them. They focused on themselves and they didn't work as a team. Yeah. And everything sucked. No one worked together. And then out popped this disgusting baby that everybody wanted to stare at. <laughs> yeah. And they made another movie called Best Friends. Best Friends, yeah. Or Pepsi, or whatever. Care fiends. Top. Best Fiends, or whatever. Have it's going to be just one? as bad. No. I have. <laughs> Where's this at? There's two parts to it? Yeah, there's two parts. Uh, they're both about two hours long. Whoa! Like, I just don't know. I think, I don't know if I would ever watch Wait, another movie. Where, I would only watch The Room. No, it was uh, screened at yeah, the you have theaters. To, you have to buy that thing, dude. Tommy Wiseau made a lot of money. It was $13 for part one. No, see, I watched a that. Japanese live action of a anime. And I paid for it. Which one? Yes. Death Note. Did you watch it's on Netflix. No, I watched it. No, I paid for this. I don't get me wrong. I, I mean, you paid for Death Note. No, I didn't pay for Death Note. Oh, okay. I don't pay Titan. for Netflix. I get it. Uh, um, yeah, Attack on Titan. Yeah, <laughs> it was just. Oh my god, oh, it was yeah. so bad. Well, that's. I mean, that's all of like the the one with Scarlett Johansson, the Ghost in the Shell. Oh uh, yeah, was. Well, I, well, but that's it's like such a better anime. It is. No, it is. Like, but that's the thing though. Is I feel like. Yeah. No, no, I got a question though. Like. If you had if you had the ability to work in only one medium, live action or like animation, and I'm not talking I'm not talking just in I'm let's like, throw in a third option here okay. stop motion, live action animation or stop motion one of the three okay so never stop motion that's hard I think we're both gonna very strongly say live action yeah okay but, but, but I think if you're okay you're an ex you, if you if you work in it you're an expert in it like 
Like if you're like, yeah. hey, I want to be, a, you know, I would only work in stop action. Expert. Like your toad's good. Hunt, hunt it. Yeah, but does it doesn't discount the fact that you have to take a picture of every frame. Every frame that's in there. You're talking in a movie is 34 frames per second. So then, uh, do all that math, and you're talking like thousands, tens of thousands of pictures that you have to take. Each more articulate, like each movement is like just insane. Has anybody ever done a live action stop motion faces. movie? What? Yeah. Has anybody ever done a live action stop motion movie? A live action stop. Yeah, Could you sure. Every, what do you mean? So just like doing like, the like robot stop? really slowly. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be yeah, it'd be like, <laughs> like doing the robot really slowly. Have like, you seen those movies that are like those little short little uh, clips of guys like jumping in the air on a broomstick and riding around? And the that's stop motion live action film. It's just not long. <laughs> Jared's so depressed. <laughs> what if stop action live action animation? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're the winner on that one. What if they did a stop action live stop motion live action in the room? I wouldn't have watched it. No. You might have. No. <laughs> no you I, might have. I'm gonna I'm willing to guess that you would have watched that. For the novelty. <laughs> <laughs> For the novelty. For the old thing. I'm just happy the room hasn't caught on as a trend. I mean it kinda has if you've heard all those birdemic movies and all those other insane Concepts people come up. All these cool movies. cat saves the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've heard of that. Yeah, well, you can go online and there's plenty of like YouTubers that make a like a I hate everything makes a search for the worst film ever. You know. Yeah, and, Human Centipede. All night. No, Human Centipede two. No, it gets worse, man. Yeah, but Human Centipede at least, fifteen. At least man. that has production value. At least like people like put time in it. There are some movies yeah. out there. When you sew a person's mouth to another person's anus, you gotta put time into it. When you duct tape, it's never gonna and stick it. Because that's what number two is about. He literally tried to just tape them together. Yeah, and guess what? So now we see number three because number two clearly didn't. How did number three come out? Yeah, they're on like number six. Human no, Centipede six. Nobody's caught on yet. <laughs> it's well, in the first one, didn't the dude like die? I, the well, yeah, but I mean, there's always. I mean, we've seen Saul 19. I mean, there's always someone to kill. I, I, I don't know how those movies get so popular. Someone gets shot in the face, and that people and then they live, it. and it's gushing blood. It's and like, yeah, I don't know, what, but like, why would you ever watch that? What? I, for me, it's because it's just so fantastical, and it's like yeah. something that's like not even probable or possible. That makes sense. Like, personally, my favorite genre is horror. I'm sorry. Just because, like... (laughs) Well, it's, like you said, a lot of movies are the same story told, retold. Right. And, um... I mean, a lot of horror, horror, mainstream horror, is pretty much the same thing, but a lot of, like, the B-film and really terrible straight-to-DVD ones... They've got different stories, different plot lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like any other film, I think, it just depends on the director and yeah, it really depends the on amount the of work that people put into it. This is true. I think we're a little biased because in the, in the Oklahoma film uh, scene, nine out of every ten films are horror, and they're always bad. They're, I mean, we, I've read some scripts that just make you just want to be like, you're a sick person you need to seek help all you want to see <laughs> is someone like dis- like destroying yeah. somebody else we it's all disgusting. we all saw harry potter <laughs> voldemort's an asshole i get it 
<laughs> but it's like local people that you like you meet at the film events or whatever. There's oh, some people oh, that yeah. have made some like they write some scripts that are just utterly like disgusting. Okay, I, I got a question though. And you're like, do you think they write the scripts because that's their passion to write, or do you think they write it because they want that shock value? They want attention. That's why people make films. That's why a lot of people are actors or filmmakers or whatever. It's just they want to see, see themselves. They want to see their name up there. I don't want to see my name up there, but I do want to be able to buy all the shoes. That exactly. Well, that's nice. that Shoes are cool. You should probably get out of the podcasting business. <laughs> Didn't even know I was in it. <laughs> that's true. Any uh, monetary value that comes in does not go to Jared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. How, we're getting more. My people are going to call your people. You hang around people? They're gonna call. They're gonna call. Yeah, call the mayor's. The mayor's aide is gonna call you. Yeah, because you're not the mayor's aide. I'm the aide to the mayor's. Yeah, yeah, that's what I am. I do that. Yeah. Well, right now the only person supporting the show is me, and I literally pay my own Patreon a dollar every month. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah. Gotta get started somehow. Putting stuff out. Yeah. You let me know. I'll actively ignore it. Instead of just passively I mean, ignoring it. Jared's job was supposed to be able to provide drinks for our guests. What was it? I asked if you wanted to be in the gas station. I mean, on the way here. <laughs> I could have gotten you some from PDQ. <laughs> How do you, so like when people give you tasks at work, do they just like give you post-it notes? <laughs> or like do they write they something don't give me tasks. Yeah. How many messages do they have to send to you so you'll remember what you're supposed to do? They actually stopped. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm like, what a twist! I must have been. I'm like, what do you need? They're like, how much time do you have? And I'm like, mm, not enough. Not enough. I'm actually pretty organized at work. Uh, I just want to uh, end the show. <laughs> so I feel like we learned a lot about movies today. Yes. No thanks to Jared. No. So I, I mean, want. Yeah, we learned things. I probed. I asked the hard questions. So. Thank you, Callie. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was fun. It was really great having you guys here today. Thank you, Jared, yes. for eating during the show. I stopped halfway, and then I nibbled, like raised. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. And don't forget, you don't need a degree to be uneducated.